Today's episode of Ariel Hawani's MMA show contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello again, everyone. It's Ariel Hawani. Hope you're doing well. Of course, we're being joined by the man who is the talk of the town in the world of mixed martial arts. Everyone talking about Jorge Masvidal. What an unbelievable weekend for him. Three days ago, he was not scheduled to fight at UFC 251. Now in just what, six days' time, he's about to fight for his very first UFC title. He's in Las Vegas right now, quarantining. He's kind enough to join us for a few minutes here. Jorge, thank you so much, and congrats on getting the fight. It's always a pleasure to, to, to be on the show with you. We, we go back ways. So, I mean, I have, I have to, like, break the news with you here, right? Isn't it the way it should be? I think so. And I appreciate that you you haven't forgotten about me since, uh, you know, we've been talking for so many years. So let's get into this. This is crazy. When you found out that Gilbert Burns was out, did did you or your team reach out to the UFC or did they reach out to you? How did this all start? Let me ask you a question. What do you think happened? What do you think? How do you think it was? I just want to just out of curiosity. Is Corporate Jake going to cut in here and like, hey, you no. have five minutes left? No, we got we got we got all night, baby. Questions today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, good, good. So what do you, you think I called them or they called me? You know me pretty good. I think they called you. Bingo. Did they call you Friday or Saturday? Uh, when did we initially, I'm going to say, I think Saturday. Saturday and was the and Sunday, Sunday, um, no, for, Friday night. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking, to, I'm all messed up because I've been traveling. Friday nights when they called, Saturday was, uh, the deal was in place. Now I had to, you know, not have Corona, be able to get to a certain place in a certain time, which was here in Vegas. So I passed all these certain steps and I still got more steps to pass. I still got to go to Abu Dhabi. Everybody has to get retested again and all this craziness, you know? So I'm, we're, we're doing good right now because we're all quarantined and, and distancing. Everybody has their own hotel room. I'm not, I'm not hanging out with nobody just at the gym. And then that's it. Everybody's right back to the room, ordering food to the room. So we're going to, we're gonna make it there just fine, you know. So yeah, the, the the fight was maybe Saturday, like around seven eight p.m. is when the fight was becoming a reality. Okay, so obviously this was supposed to be the main event, and then you guys were really far apart, and they moved on and went with Gilbert. Mm -hmm. When they reached out, were you still very far apart, or because yeah. we were on? So how did how did it get done? How were the 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 negotiations? We had to break them down. That's why some people don't seem too happy as they were announcing it. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to talk about it too much. You can see it in their face, a little bit of anger and anguish. But I'm I'm going to do my job always, which is provide for me and my family. I'm not going to give a fuck what anybody says, what this guy says, that guy says. I've been in this business a while. I, I know what I generate. We know what we generate. It's, it's a numbers game. The numbers are there. It's not, I think I deserve this. No, I see on paper what I bring in. We know, me and my team know what I deserve, you know? So when we got undercut and lowballed, all right, cool, no problem. Let's see what happens. You know, I, I told my manager, I told several people, I go, guys are not going to like that they're fucking with me. Watch at the last moment, they're probably going to call me back and uh, some craziness is going to happen. And I told that the several people that are very, very close to me and sure enough, bam, it happened. Now, I didn't get exactly what I wanted, but I got very, very close to it. So I'm taking the fight, you know. Are you happy ultimately with yeah. the deal? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy more than anything because I, I get to break this guy's face and get paid for it. But one thing I'm not going to do, which I, I've done a long part of my career, is get underpaid. That That's not going to happen no more. Not from here going forward. Since I came back from Mexico after the till fight, 
me and my management sat down. We, we discussed the numbers where I needed to be at, and we needed to hit those very quick. We're not there yet, but we're headed in that direction, you know. So moving forward after this fight, they're going to treat me accordingly or, you know, I'll just step in last minute, six days to go, and then get paid then, I guess, you know. This is the new scheme I have to do, whatever. But I'm, I'm going to get paid every time out. And I want to thank you, Ariel, for not being a company man, for speaking from your heart, from, from speaking from not like a, a position of oppression, like a lot of other guys in the UFC horsemen, which I'm not going to mention. I'm on the show making famous. But we know who these company guys are that after they're done fighting, they're going to just work for the UFC. So they always opinionate towards the UFC or guys that used to fight in the UFC. And just their opinions are always to protect the UFC and, and trying to make fighters like me and myself, because I'm not the only one doing this or going through this. Like we're lunatics, like we're crazy, you know, because it, it's just I'm, I'm not asking for, for them to pay me something outrageous. No, I'm asking to just give me more money of what I do bring in off the pay-per-view side. And that's what we were fighting for. And we came to a pretty good deal. So I'm happy right now. You know, I'm and not so, complaining about the current deal, but the initial deal with Gilbert Burns, I mean, with uh, what's his face's name, was a shit deal uh, on the pay-per-view end and on the guarantee side. So I, I'm, I have two negatives. I could understand you don't want to give me that much in the guarantee, but on the pay-per-view, what I bring in, what, what people purchase, I want more money of that. And they weren't budgeting with that, neither was I. You know, so all this craziness had to happen for them to come to their senses. Did you agree to just a one-fight situation a one fight deal or do you have a whole new contract with the ufc now you know how it is bro you, you want to get paid you got to sign a 10 fight contract every time man right so you know so i'm i'm wondering because you're one of the the first big names in the history of the sport to really talk about the business over the past month you tweeted a lot about things that you were unhappy with that didn't only pertain to you but pertain to a lot of other people and now that this is is done and you're fighting for the belt are you going to stop talking about that stuff or do you, do you feel like you still have to talk about that, that now more than ever you have to talk about it? Like, what's your mindset like now? It, I, I'm going to speak always from the heart. There's no, uh, there's no filters on my tongue. So I'm, I'm just, if you ask or the next reporter asks, I'm just going to say what, what I, what I've seen with my eyes through the sport. I'm not a guy that's been here two, three years. I'm a guy that's been here quite some time. I, I know the sport very well, the ins and outs, from the management side to the show business side, I know it very, very well. This is this is something that I do day and night. So I, I know where I should be at, you know? And not just me, but I want to see my brothers and sisters in the sport also get paid what they deserve, you know? Does that mean a pay bump for everybody? No, no, no. But there's a lot of people that do deserve more money. And I wouldn't mind seeing all these uh, individuals get what they deserve. Uh, were you worried in the midst of all of this once they moved on that the relationship would be severed or that they would put you on the shelf for a long time, that you wouldn't fight, that you wouldn't be able to yeah. capitalize on the momentum of last year? No, no, no. Um, my sponsor, which is the greatest sponsor I've ever had, is is too powerful, man. God's just too good to me. So I, I knew instantly. Um, I said something similar to my management when the Kevin Gaston fight got taken away from me and they gave him to Donald Cerrone. Said the same thing to my teammates management. I said, I was like, man, watch. That's going to bite him in the ass for doing me dirty like that. Because I had signed uh, to fight Gaston, and Gaston had signed to fight me. And then five weeks later, they pulled him and had him fight Cowboy in New York. And guess what? Uh, Kevin didn't make the weight. I ended up getting the fight with Cowboy. And, and that's history, you know? So it's just something that I'm like, man, you can't, you can't. Uh, God doesn't like when people pick on me, you know? So not worried. And if the relationship would have got messed up or gotten better, it doesn't matter. I'm speaking from the heart. 
And it is what it is, you know. And and I don't like Dana going out there and kind of undercutting me and saying, yeah, Gilbert, this, that, he definitely deserves a fight. When they had promised me the fight before the Ben Askren fight, they told me, you beat Ben, you have the next title shot. Well, I did that. And I beat Nate. And I still don't get the next title shot. What's going on? And so, of course, um, not that I was upset, but I wasn't going to hold uh, no words back or, or no punches back. And I was just going to say the truth, you know. Um, since agreeing to the deal, have you talked to Dana? Have you tried to clear the air or has he tried I to clear? I don't talk to Dana. My management talks to Dana. I don't have nothing personal against Dana, but that's not my job. I, I pay my management lots of money to handle these things, lots of money, and they know it. And so I don't, I don't feel I should be doing that. That's not my job. I talk to my management every day, but I don't need to talk to, to, to nobody over this. It's pointless for me. I don't, I don't need to be your friend or your enemy. All you need to do is pick up the phone call my management calls and that's it. Get the deal done. I don't need to talk to nobody like that. How would you describe the state of the relationship now between you and the UFC? They love me. I just saved their motherfucking asses. What do you mean? I'm, I'm literally fucking their favorite person in the whole fucking world right now. You know, maybe after this weekend, they might move on to somebody else. Who knows? But think about it. Who, who the fuck else was going to step in? They were going to lose their main event. Six, eight, no, is this some coward, some fragile dude that's always walking around talking politics and shit that's in my division? They were saying he was going to jump in, but they offered him a good amount of money, and he didn't because he's a pussy and he's always talking shit, and then people just are reposting, retweeting him, and, like, all oh, this guy was willing to step up to fight. Bullshit. The only guy that was willing to step up and fight in six, eight, no, cut 20 fucking pounds of weight, travel overseas, and murder this fucking idiot was me. Uh, so does that mean that right now you weigh around what 190 or so uh i was like 192 on fourth of july which was what yesterday yeah 192 yesterday i got some workouts in today the weight's dropping you know okay so it's a work in progress they they moved on around a month ago did you stop training or did you keep going? Like, did you have no, that they premonition? Moved, they moved on like maybe like five weeks ago is when they, okay. when they moved on. You know, when when we were ready and you're like, all right, it's not happening. Now, I, I never stopped training. I'm always I'm always training, but I'm not always in the gym doing the specifics. And especially since I didn't have a fight. I didn't have an opponent. I didn't know who was going to win the fight. I didn't know what deal they were going to get me back. I didn't want to burn myself out in the gym, just being in the gym, doing double legs and punching the bag and doing the pass. Because I've been doing that since a child. Since I'm eight, nine years old, I've been doing that. So what I did was I was going to the gym around two, three times a week. And then the rest just doing other things, like whether lifting weights, playing spike ball, running on the beach, or, or just doing sprints, anything to just keep me in shape. So every day I was just doing something to keep me active, but I wasn't in the gym every day doing the same repetitive stuff because I knew I, I didn't have a fight. July 11th, I wasn't going to know which way I was going to go. So I, I wasn't training like, like if I had a fight camp. So if you ask me, are you in shape? Because that's probably the next question. Maybe not to fight Ben Askren. I'm not in Ben Askren shape because he's a hell of a wrestler or even fight a guy like Darren Till. But am I in shape for this bum that I'm about to decapitate and baptize? Hell yeah. I've never been one motherfucking man. So there's no part of you that says, oh, I wish I had three more weeks or a month or anything no, like no, that? No, no, no. There's a part of me that says if I see him right now in the hallway, I'll break his face, you know? But I won't because I'm not going to get paid for it, so don't worry. Right. I, I'm, I'm going to wait till whatever the date is that, that I'm fighting this guy, but I don't need an extra day or an extra hour, an extra minute for this individual. Uh, obviously this, this fight, as you probably know, the, the, the news exploded, right? Everyone can't wait. There's nothing really going on they in the world of sports. Damn right. They can't wait. You know why? Cause I bring motherfucking violence, man. And that's what people want to see. 
See, it's not because I'm so handsome. It's because I want to see this violence I bring. At, at its core, why don't you like Kamar Usman? Why do you want to break his face? What type of question is that? Have like for seen, Have you not seen him speak? How he speaks about everybody? Everything is just negativity and playing, uh, downplaying people. The, the type of person I am is, man, uh, and a wise man also said this quote to me. Broke it down in, in a much better way that I could break it down for everybody listening. One of the type of people that I'm going to dim your light to make mine brighter. No, I'm just going to make my light as bright as I can. And this man's constantly been throwing this at me for a while. And, man, I just don't believe anything he says. I, I know the coward that he is. I've known this guy for quite some time. He's in South Florida. He's a guy that's coming up asking for pictures four or five years ago. Now, now you're this thug life guy. I don't believe it, man. You're at my fight. After I, I handle business and break a record like this, and then when they're asking you questions, you're saying, who is that guy? I don't know who that is. A couple months later, when you have your punch drunk already, buddy, what's going, what's going on? You're at my fucking fight like this, looking like some fucking porn star. Now you don't fucking know who the fuck I am? You're, you're fake as fuck. And on our given date, I'm going to get to prove it to the world just how fucking not real you are, you know? Has, has it occurred to you that exactly one year ago, Monday, you knocked out Ben Askren and a year later you're flying to Abu Dhabi for your first UFC title fight. Isn't that no, amazing? It, it didn't occur to me till Abraham read the post that you put that up there. And it's an amazing feeling. And it's just, it's written out by God. It's, it's not, it's not something that I could even make up. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's God's plan, you know? Yeah. And, and also an amazing thing, like your journey has been very uh, different than most, right? We all know about the story. <laughs> In the McDonald's drive-through, you get the call to fight Ray, 19 years old, Miami backyard, and here you are, 17 years later, right? Almost two decades in the game, one one of the the, the most amount other than Alistair Overeem to to have fights and finally get a title fight in the UFC. I mean, it's an incredible thing. Are you thinking about all these things now? Are you thinking about the journey, oh, yeah. or oh, what's yeah. going through your mind? Uh, more than ever, the journey's been amazing. I, I really. These last like eight, nine weeks, as we were debating for the fight or not, it was like, man, I, if I get the fight, awesome. If I don't, whatever, not awesome, but you know, I'm not going to be bummed about it because this journey has been so good to me. My life has been so amazing, so blessed from where I came from to, to where I'm at right now and how good I'm able to take care of the people around me. Man, I'm blessed, man. I'm, I love my life. That's why I could do what I do at such a high level for so long because I love what I do and I truly feel blessed. God has, has chosen me for a couple of things and, and I've had an amazing life, man. So I was just going through like memory lanes, looking through pictures, old fights, which is something that I don't do. And I, I never, I don't live in the past too much for things like that. And man, I, I uh, had to do a doctor's exam today. And for some reason, when I sat in that chair, I remember the first time I ever did an eye exam. I think it was like 16. I was doing an amateur kickboxing match at 15, something like that. And I forgot about this memory for like 10 years, but it must have been a smell in the place or something that just reminded me of that. And it took me on a whole memory lane till my next uh, journey, which was my first pro fight and all these things. So it's just, it's just an amazing journey man, that I've been on. And I'm thankful for it. Uh, two last things, if I can. Uh, number one, when you were having your, your issue. Corporate Jake already give you a signal or something? No, it was Abe. Abe told me five minutes. We're to 15. I'm, listen, I'll go 45 minutes with you if I can. If we're if you're not stressed for time, I'll go all day. But I'll, I feel I'll, like I'll, if, if they're good ones, give them to me. So you run out okay. of good questions. 
All right. All right. Uh, let me ask you this. When you were going through your issues with, with the UFC, there was really only one guy publicly who had your back and who said oh, that the Gilbert Burns fight wasn't the legit title fight. You know that it was, right? Oh, yeah, Nate. Because that's another real motherfucker. You know, though he said I wanted to quit and shit in the fight, which we all know Game Bird will never do that. That's a real motherfucker, you know? And I always say Nate's a bad motherfucker, man. So, you know, that's, and, and even today he commented on the fight. So would it be fair to say if all goes well next weekend, will he be the first title defense? There's uh, two guys that are on my radar heavy, you know, and Nate is definitely one of them because no matter what, it was a good fight and me or the, the world didn't get the results that we wanted, you know. I know Nate obviously wants to run it back. I'm telling you, if I'm speaking from the heart, I want to run it back. So if I, when I get this title, would nothing be better than to give him the opportunity he gave me to fight for his BMF belt? Come on, come come fight for this belt now. And I'll hand him over the favor. Another dude that we're definitely going to be scrapping at some point is Thompson. Not not because of nothing personal. Other than I got nothing but love and respect for this individual. But I, I would just love to run it back. I, I think I uh, I could definitely do better than that night that we first met. I, I think I... Uh, match up well man i would love to run it back with thompson so that's uh it's definitely something that'll be happening you know um but promises made promises kept that's right the bmf versus the uh, the nmf yes sir that's right by the way speaking of the bmf yeah. is that title on the line saturday you gotta be a bmf to, to put that title on the line i'm fighting the dorkiest motherfucker man <laughs> doesn't go that way bro uh, is it true that you are not flying on the charter plane to Abu Dhabi? That you're not going? Yet, that is true. I'm not flying on the charter plane to Abu Dhabi. Why not? Uh, a couple reasons. You know, it's uh, it's against um, policy. I think to have a wild animal like myself <laughs> in a situation that could endanger the lives of others. You know what I'm saying? It, not let me not say others. Of this one idiot only, you know, you know who I'm talking about. You know, I just saw the video of you and your dad from last year, the uh, the Father's Day video. They reposted it again. And in the video, your father calls you his champion. Um, yeah. But you, you know, at the time, weren't the BMF champion and certainly not the UFC champion. What do you, have you allowed yourself to think about what it would feel like to give him that UFC title? The, the guy who, you know, helped bring you up and believed in you that you were going to be a champion all these years. Have you thought about that? I've been I've been thinking about that since I was like 15, 16, giving that title to my father and my mother. Um, though my mother's not like uh like she likes to watch the fights and stuff, it's still she's still part of the journey in a huge way. So I just can't wait to return home with that belt, you know, give it to him and and that's it, you know. I don't even want to think about that right now. I'm gonna get like fucking sensitive and shit. No, I, I mean you were you got emotional in that video as well, so I can't imagine what that's gonna feel like. Yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a uh, Fucking a com. I mean, he was fucking on Friday night. We find I, I don't know if yeah, I think Friday night the the news broke that Gilbert was out of it. And I looked at my dad, I said, Man, I want to fuck this dude up, man. I'm gonna step in there. He said, No, 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 I don't want I don't like this. You know, I'm in training like that. And I'm like, come on, man. This guy's a bum. He's like, Ah, you right, you right, go get the fight, go get the fight. I was like, okay, okay. So we started, you know, fucking playing the phone tags and shit with the UFC because they were calling, and then we started calling back and this and that. And then uh, I told him I got the fight when uh, it was like Saturday night. I told him I got the fight. Called his ass over there. I got some good news for you. 
And I love the pictures that I saw. So he was like, what is it? What is it? I, I can't tell you. People around me, you know, it might be some spies in the room. He's like, go, go, go to the bathroom and tell me, no, 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 I'll tell you when I get home. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you call me then? And tell me this bullshit. Why don't you just tell me right now? So I made him wait like two hours till I got home. He's like, whoa, 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 what are you going to say? And then I gave him the news and he fucking was balling up and going nuts and shit. You know? That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, the odds, odds makers have you as a three to one underdog. How do you feel about that? It's get paid time, baby. <laughs> oh, you know what that means. <laughs> you know, your boy's a gambler and I gamble on myself more than anything other in this world. Shout out to those odd makers. Thank you. I appreciate this payday. Thank so you. So you, you will bet on yourself. Okay. That's a question you didn't, you know that. I don't know. I, I just didn't, I didn't know if you, you like to do it. Maybe a superstitious thing. I don't, I, you know what I mean? I'm superstitious about betting on myself. <laughs> um, and, and, and just curious, what do you say? Cause the big narrative today has been no training camp, no wrestling. He's going to take you down. He's going to grind you cardio. What do you say to those people who feel like, yeah, you know, it's just not a good matchup for Jorge. Tune in and find out. But to those people, it, you know, I, I, let me address something because I, I've been getting a lot of uh, like fan mail and, and, and like mail. Some of it has been real positive. Some of it is that wishy-washy positive. Like if somebody doesn't like me and throughout my career, they just don't like me, I, I could agree to disagree or I, I could, you know, just because I disagree with you, not have a problem with you. But what I don't like is I, I've been getting a lot of fans like, man, I, I thought you were scared of my, I was wrong, bro. I'm, I'm back on the game bread train. I'm such a big fan. Fuck you. <laughs> you were never a fan. You were never nothing to me. Don't need you tuning into this fight or nothing like that, man. So those that, that uh, don't like me and just generally don't like me, that's different. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not a cup of tea for everybody. But those wishy-washy people, you don't don't send me fan mail telling about you're my fan and stuff or that I was scared or that I was being boozy trying to hold out for money. Damn right I'm trying to get paid. And now people are like, obviously, this guy's not scared of him. He's fighting him in six days. Never was scared of him. There's not a man that, that God has created that I've ever been scared of. Why would it be this guy? That's like two knockouts in his record. I got more knockouts than this guy has fights. You know what I'm saying? Why would I be scared of this guy? Boy, if people would have told me you're scared of Darren Till or, or something like that, maybe, but why would I be scared of this guy? You know, so I just can't wait in there. Can't I can't wait to get in there and prove it. And as far as the wrestling goes, I love it that they're saying that this guy's a, a high-level grappler because I have I have one clear thought of his skill level and how good he is and how good he's not. And I, I don't think he's going to match up well with me. And I love it that most of the hard critics, a lot of the hardcores are, are thinking that he's going to win. He's going to walk through me. I love it because after I beat him, they'll say he was overrated. They'll, they'll, they'll say the usual propaganda they've been saying, because since I, I came back, all of a sudden, all my wins at Welterweight don't really count. You know, I beat this guy, beat that guy who was undefeated. They're like, ah, yeah, that doesn't really matter. All right, let's see. Let's, let's find out come July. Uh, come July 11th in, in just a matter of days. And and so how do you see it playing out? Can you give us a preview? How do you see it actually going down? Me baptizing his ass in front of the whole world. So you think you knock him out? Cold-blooded as can be. He's, his body's <laughs> grasping for air as I got my hand raised over him. Um, just going to baptize him, man, for the world to see. It's going to be violent. Early or late? It's going to start violent. It's going to end violent. I don't know. First round, fifth round. I don't know. But it, it's gonna, just like I said in the Nate, 
and Till and the Ash can fight and, and every fight I've ever been a part of, I'm going to give it everything I have in my being to leave this guy unconscious and for a long time. Now, I, I don't like to just touch that little button and then they go to sleep and they wake up and they're like trying to wrestle with the referee. No, no, no. You know me. I like to hold that button down. I want to make sure that when you come back to this world, you're spaced out. You're in an ambulance headed somewhere and your cornerman got to tell you what happened because you got no recollection of it. And especially with a guy like Usman, I wouldn't mind if the referee trips on the way to stopping me and I get in a couple extra shots, you know? All right. That's right. What a sir. saga, man. What a saga this has been. It's been Ooh. unbelievable. Yes, Battling sir. the UFC, losing the title fight, getting the title fight back. And it sounds like you're happy. Uh, I think they're happy. As, I mean, it's just an amazing thing. Oh, What's, they're even happier than me because, you know, they're about to, to make some good money, you know, make some good numbers. So they're, they're happier than me. I think the pay-per-view is going to do a little better than the original, just given your your popularity and what this story has become. So uh, congratulations, Jorge, on getting the fight, my man. Good luck the rest of the way, and good luck on Saturday, Jorge. And thanks for doing this, my man. I appreciate it. I know it's been a long day for you, but uh, really appreciate it, as always. Um, I don't, I don't think I have to ask. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be a guest on your show Monday with my new bro. And hey. talking shit, bro. I, I can't wait. Now, we'll corporate have... Jake, not, not to start with the low. We've had Masvidal here too much, right? relax we'll yeah. come back on monday we'll do the show like usual you know the huge man Nothing a crazy. little uh a little pancakes a little syrup you know like oh, last I'll, year. Definitely, I'll, I'll be picking my ass out of money because right now i'm like on a super fast super lose the weight fucking mode so i'm not eating for a little bit you know i hear you well yes, you just sir. got a few more days enjoy yeah, good luck thank yes, you Jorge. Sir. thank you my brother